Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. It is the WCHL podcast, and I am the commissioner, Christopher Perry. On the other end of the line, it's my very best friend in all the world, the former general manager for University of Oklahoma Hockey, the former ice technician extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, the former teacher <laughs> at in at the Oklahoma Public Schools. It's Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, how in the heck are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Wonderful. Okay, so we had to add another former there because you're not teaching anymore. Well, tell us what's going on. I am I am stacking up the formers here. You're I, retired. I I have retired from teaching officially. I am I am off to the Parks and Recs department for the uh, city of Oklahoma City here. <laughs> I love it. Parks and Rec. That's great. The so Parks and Rec department. So so leave, leaving Andrew, I got to ask, leaving the uh, education system. Yep. Was that was your choice or theirs? It was my choice. All right, just making sure. I, I was worried. It was my choice. All right. The, uh, I can say that uh, Oklahoma education has stepped up a notch in the past three months with my being there, and my presence <laughs> in the building. And so <laughs> tomorrow I, they're taking a, 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 an absolute cliff dive back down to yep. their normal levels. Yep, yep. Tomorrow they're going to take a step backwards back to their normal levels. The uh, <laughs> I have I have certainly uh, I have certainly brought the school to a whole nother level. I have definitely made the kids smarter than what they were when I when I arrived. Yeah, and for the most part, they act better than what I when I first got there. So you wow. know, all positives. I think all positives here. <laughs> well. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to offer my apologies, my condolences, but also offer my, uh, congratulations. So it'll uh, be, it's it, exciting times in the major Kurth household parks and rec with the city of Oklahoma city. Yep. Parks and rec. Did, uh, did, or Andrew, did you ever watch that TV show parks and rec? I watched a few episodes of it. Wasn't really my cup of tea. Oh, really? Why is that high too highbrow? <laughs> yeah. Something, something like that. All right, Andrew. I here. This is. I see. I know the reason why I say that is because I know that Andrew. This is more your cup of tea, right? All right. The boys have talent. The boys have talent. But here's here's the deal. Find online. Find the Parks and Rec episode titled "Animal Control." <laughs> and the first five minutes of that episode are the most hilarious five minutes. Now, granted, my humor is kind of sick and kind of dumb and kind of, you know, <laughs> three stooges, Laurel and Hardy-ish. But the first five minutes of the episode called Animal Control for Parks and Rec, you got to watch it. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, Andrew, I hope that your tenure at the city of Oklahoma City starts off as well as those first five minutes <laughs> yeah it's great it's just i mean it's just classic classic straight comedy and i just love it so i did like uh parks and rec i i liked counselor jam 
And uh, I, I, you know, I liked I liked uh, it was Ron Swanson, you know, the guy yeah. who's all eating nothing but meat. <laughs> yeah, uh, always always in flannel and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Parks and Rec is a is a is a great little show. But I'm telling you, what animal, I, Andrew, animal control. See, I've, I'm so excited. All I can think of is animal control. You're, you're going to go watch it when you get off the podcast, here, aren't you? <laughs> it is awesome. I might even tweet that out on on the uh, on the old Twitter machine. Assuming Twitter is still going when we're uh, through with this podcast, who knows? It might have uh, all burned down while we started talking here. Yeah, it might have. It'll be all right. Yeah, we'll see. Andrew, hey, welcome back. How was Thanksgiving? It's now officially time to celebrate uh, Christmas. But first, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. How about you? It, mine was mine was great. It was full of food, food mm. and dessert, and that's all I cared about: food, dessert, mm. and football. Mm. Yes, it was awesome. The, the uh, some of the football was great. Some of the football was not so great. Yeah, hey, the uh, but. You gotta take the good with the bad, right? Yep. Yep. The uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was uh, Thanksgiving. Good. Very good. All right. Well, congratulations. And now, Andrew, it is officially time for you to be able to celebrate Christmas. Um, how, oh. Since we last spoke, you had four Christmas trees up when we last talked. Um, how many Christmas trees now do you have up in your house? Uh, we still have four Christmas trees. Yeah. We have a thirty-piece. Christmas Village set going between the office and the living room. Okay. We have a Harry Potter-themed village going in the uh, kids' bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's see. We have 50 snowflakes that have been cut out from coffee filters taped to the ceiling. As you walk in the house, it looks like it's snowing coffee filters <laughs> inside my house right now. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Used yeah, used coffee filters or... Uh... <laughs> With the with the little racing stripe down the middle of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing says Christmas like Harry Potter, too. You know, and uh, wizards and dragons. So, uh, oh yeah, you know, it, congratulations, it all goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah We're in uh, full Christmas mode around here. That's for sure. All right. Well, I didn't know if like uh, the the major Kurth Christmas trees were like the Advent calendar. You know, you put one up for every day uh, up until Christmas. Oh, uh, I've been to, I've been to the Christmas store twice now here in the city. Oh. It's like, oh my lord! <laughs> don't hey, don't play the victim here. You're 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 oh, just as yeah. complicit. Don't play the victim. There oh. there, there are three there are three uh, there are three um, folks that are that are uh, uh, you know conspiring together. So don't don't they, play like you're the oddball out here, and it's the other two in the house that are uh, giving you grief. Yeah, you know how it goes. You just yeah. You just put your head down. You just put your head down and agree to it, and less trouble that way. Whatever, whatever. You're the big kid. You're probably the one who thought up the coffee filter snowflakes. <laughs> Actually, I was not. I left during that ep- that episode of the coffee filter snowflakes going on in my house. <laughs> I figured you had your uh, physical science class make those. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> kids, uh, I Christmas is here. Time for you to make some ornaments for me. I, I had my I had my in laws from Wednesday to Monday. Yeah, and they did the uh, they did the coffee filters while they were here. Okay. And, and hung said coffee filters up. And yeah. then uh, my in-laws come back this upcoming Monday and are here for 11 or 12 days. Oh, my gosh. And then they leave again. And then they come back for another three or four days. And then they leave again. Oh, my God. Wow. That sounds like uh, a couple of lumps of coal there, Andrew. What have you done I to know. deserve this? I know. That's what I'm saying. 
Yikes. Well, hey, Thanksgiving was fine here. Um, Cam the Ram returned for a little while, and then the uh, the Houston kid came up, and so we had a full house, happy house. And then all of a sudden, it got uh, very, very quiet when everybody left. <laughs> yep. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's but it, it was it was good times, good times. Quiet, quiet is never a bad thing. I've come to learn. Quiet is hey, you'll you'll come to appreciate it more and more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, one I of the know. one of the big things I always got was, "What do you want for your birthday, Daddy? What do you want for Christmas?" I was like, two things: peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. And make sure you get him pronto. <laughs> Andrew, let's talk a little ACHA because this is a WCHL podcast. And even though you and I are not hockey guys, we probably ought to talk a little ACHA hockey, don't you think? Yeah, we can we can muddle through it since we don't really know what we're talking about. We well, can, yeah. Story we of can, our we lives. Can, we can fake it till we make it, right? That's that. It's worked so far for 20 years. We got people snowed. <laughs> That's right. Jeez. Hey, uh, the update on 2024 Nationals. The information was supposed to be coming out this week, but it got pushed back. Oh, really? Next week. Oh. I, I would fire the ACHA communications guy because that bozo doesn't know what he's doing. Oh. He's a nimrod. What's what's the excuse next week already? Oh, I know you got him lined. I know you got him lined up here. No, 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 no. no. There's no excuse. <laughs> We're going to get it done. I'll I'll tell oh. you. I'll tell you what happened. Um, because there was an announcement today that came out earlier today regarding the World Cup of University Hockey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The they announced the uh, two head coaches for the two ACHA teams that are going over representing uh, the organization in the World Cup of University Hockey in sexy Carta, Romania. Mm. I, I I got told by somebody. In fact, you know. I, I was going to find it, but I don't really care. I got told that it's I'm I'm mispronouncing Carta, but you know what? It's in Romania, <laughs> and I don't care. Yeah, what are they going to do? Come find us? Yeah. Hey, uh, anyways, the uh, head coaches have been named. Uh, Gary Estalos from Adrian College is going to uh, take charge and lead the way for the uh, uh, United States team, and Mike Petruzma from Calvin University is going to uh, be behind the bench for the Canadian team. Very nice. And what one of the big delays, what's pushed back the delay for the uh, 2024 national site announcement is the fact that they've been uh, kind of trying to find um, the assistants. They've, they've lined up the assistants now. Um, but when we, when we last spoke, the idea was that the announcement today – well, when we last spoke, the, the plan was Monday was going to announce the head coaches and that today, Wednesday, we we're going to announce the assistant coaches. Uh, the assistant coaches literally just got figured out yesterday. So uh, we did head coaches only this week, and next week it's going to be the uh, 2024 Nationals announcement and the assistant coaches. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Uh, but I can tell, Andrew, I mean, we only have 11 listeners. <laughs> um, and yeah. they're all from Springfield, right? Yep. Um, so I can I can say this just between you, me, and those eleven listeners. There's a WCHL coach on the American staff, and there's a WCHL coach on the Canadian staff. Ooh, I know, kind of exciting. Yeah, everybody so, can do the math and figure that one out. Eh, well, you know, if you're a smart cookie, you'll be able to figure it out. So, uh, 2025 Nationals. I was told that that site in that. Day, those days are going to be decided soon. 
uh, probably by the end of the month. I would not hold my breath. I think we'll have stand a better chance of catching Santa coming down the chimney <laughs> than we will about getting any sort of information about 2025. Well, we'll release 24 and 25 at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, really. Isn't that the truth? Now, you know, wise listeners to the podcast will already know the site for 2024, even though we can't officially say it. You know, it might be a city where there might have an arch. Mm. It might be a place where Nationals has been fairly recently. It might be, you know, the home of the King of Beers. Um, So you never know. I I wonder what it could be. Yeah, well, see, I I left it vague there so that you could explore your options. <laughs> um, because there are many sites in America that have arches and have beer. So, yep. uh, anyways. And we've been plenty of places. It could be Newark, Delaware. It, yeah, we've been there. Chicago, we've been there. We've been to Ohio many times, many places in Ohio. We've been to uh, Buffalo, New York. It could be there. And here, and here in just a couple months, we'll have been to Boston also. Can you believe it? I'm Ugh. so looking forward to that and fried clams uh, and those lobster rolls. Andrew, I looked that up on the website that you were talking about, and all I could think of was, ooh, juicy clam bellies all fried up nice and yummy. Ugh. Oof. Uh, mm. I'd, rather, I'd rather be hit in the head with a blunt object. <laughs> we can arrange that. We can arrange that. <laughs> I'm sure there are people that are listening that would like to arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Andrew, let's talk about this. Um, The November 1st deadline to apply for new teams uh, to come into Men's Division 1 has come and gone. And it's my understanding that there will be no new teams added to Men's Division 1 next season. Well, disappointing to hear the least. Oh, come on, Andrew. You know know what my – here's what my attitude was. Yeah. I was like, woohoo! All right, let's get out of here. We don't need any more of that. So, uh, anyways, uh, the the two contenders, um, and I'm not speaking out of school. Um, I don't think um, it was kind of common knowledge that Drury University out of Springfield, Missouri, they're currently playing men's division two. They wanted to join men's division one, and that application was uh, was uh, um, uh, what's a kind word for denied. Ixnade. There you go. Their application was Ixnade. Um, I think the concern there was that they there was uh, no conference uh, that was willing to take them in. So, and you know, they didn't want to join up, or they didn't want to have a uh, an independent, if you will. Yep. Um, and then uh, the other uh, option, or the other uh, possibility, was Iowa State. Iowa State is currently under suspension from their university due to some. Oh, hazing and some other organizational type things. It's more structural type stuff, I think, more than anything. But uh, anyways, long story short, Iowa State, all three of their men's division uh, programs were the men's division one, men's division two, and men's three. They're all suspended, and men's two and men's three might come back, but um, uh, a little birdie kind of told me that they picked up the phone and called Iowa State, the club sports person, and said, hey, you know, uh, we're, we're scheduling for next year. Are you coming back or not? And that uh, the person from Iowa State was like, huh, what? What are you, what are you <laughs> we, talking about? We, we had hockey teams here? Yeah. So I think that was kind of all that uh, you need to know as to where, where they stand in terms of coming back. Yeah. 
Doesn't sound too promising, does it? So we have 70 teams now. Um, I think it's fair to say at max next year in the 2023-2024 season. We will only have uh, 71 because University of Mary has already been admitted for next year. So uh, we're, we'll, that will be the only team, um, uh, the only, I mean, th- their application was granted last season. So, yep. uh, so yeah, so they'll be the only new team next year after that, uh, no, but no new applications and nobody coming back, it looks like. And they, and, and you, Mary, has uh, killed it at the, what, the D2 level? Yeah, yeah, and they're they're going to be joining up in my uh, B conference. Um, yeah, they, and they're the defending uh, back-to-back uh, men's division two national champions, and so they're uh, they're doing very very well up there in Bismarck, yeah, would, North uh, North Dakota. I would I would expect them to come in and and probably make a little bit of noise at the D one level pretty quickly. I would think that's the idea. That's the idea. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So, all right. So, uh, the only new team I had to, you know, when I wrote out our little uh, cheat sheet, Andrew, I f- totally forgot that uh, we already had a team that was coming in uh, for next year. So, I had to do some quick reconnoitering. Pulled pulled a rabbit out of your hat, did you? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to trying to save, you know, do a little CYA here, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So, but you, Mary, will be an excellent addition to men's division one. And, uh, but there, there was only, as far as I know, there was only one other application and it was, uh, not, uh, it was, uh, I think the, the kind folks at Drury were asked to, uh, please continue at division two and we wish you nothing but success. Yeah. Go get them. Go get them. The sad part is I think they've, I think they're 0 and 10, 0 and 10 at the division two level right now. Yeah, I know. Ooh. that's rough yeah not good oh well go get a grab a couple of wins so yeah. what, they're gonna find out later on this season i think drury plays um northern illinois out of my b conference and i think they have uco on the schedule really yeah and they might uh, even have missouri state on the schedule uh, they'll get they'll get clubbed a couple times there oh yeah <laughs> like a baby seal right <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. 100%. 100%. Man, that, that's probably not politically correct, but uh, yeah, when you said they're going to get clubbed, that's all I could think of was like, ouch. It, it is what it is. All right, we had no new ranking this week because it was Thanksgiving. No games were played over the thing uh, before the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, so uh, no new rankings. So we're stuck with the ranking that came out uh, last Wednesday. And we still have six WCHL teams in the top 25. And it looks to me, Andrew, like the ranking is kind of settling down. It, yep, not a lot of movement going on there. Not a lot of movement. Uh, Nevada, Las Vegas is uh, still, uh, they're the number four team in the nation. So, And then uh, Central Oklahoma is number five. So two of the top five are from the WCHL. And then Arizona State is number 12. Arizona is 18. Utah is 20. Colorado State is 25. So there are the six teams in the top 25. The number one team is still Minot State. Number two is Liberty. Um, after their sweep of UNLV, um, uh, Liberty they, and UNLV basically flipped places. Yeah, they had a good little showing out in the desert. They did. They well for two of the three games. the The first they game did. against that Alaska Anchorage team, man, that was not good at all. That was ugly. Uh, they got pasted nine to one. So, uh, but then, uh, okay, so we got Minot State, number one, Liberty, number two, Adrian, three, UNLV, four, Central Oklahoma, five. 
And that's uh, your top five. And that, that's been basically the top five for most of the season here so yeah. far. Yeah, they've kind of shuffled it and out, but yeah, that's mostly been the top five right there. Yeah, and I think we're, uh, like I said, we're kind of settling in. The only new team in the ranking this past week was Purdue Northwest that jumped in at 22. Um, Delaware dropped out. And uh, so I think it's fair to say that we're kind of, uh, things are kind of settling in. Yeah. And, Andrew, if, you know, here, while we're, while we're talking, let's see, Missouri State, if we extended the computer out all the way, 1 through 70, Missouri State was going to be um, number 31, Colorado is number 34, Grand Canyon is number 36, and Oklahoma is number 46. So, there's, uh, you know, I guess uh, all 10 teams are in the top 50, there's something good to look at. Yeah, little little silver lining there. Now they've all the ACHA was also uh, savvy enough. They sent out the uh, nationals preview based on this most recent ranking, just to kind of <laughs> give everybody an idea as to you know what we're really looking at, what we're not. And it looks like only two teams are going to get bumped right now due to auto bids. Um, and those two teams are numbers 19 and 20. So basically, you've got to be 18 or better right now, it's looking like, if you want to go to Boston. If you want to guarantee your spot to go to Boston, you've got to be 18 or better. Ooh. Yeah. So Stony Brook and Utah would be bumped. And, um, yeah, kind of the matchups. Andrew, listen to this. Number eight, Calvin, against number nine, Indiana Tech. That'd be decent. It's okay. How about this one? Here's a tasty one. Number seven, Ohio versus number 10, Maryville. <laughs> go, go Maryville. <laughs> hey, there's all the, that conference only has three teams in it. And the two, two of the three teams that <laughs> make nationals. Yeah. Two, the only two teams that make nationals have to play each other right from the jump. <laughs> in in Boston. In, yeah, I know. Isn't that, that's crazy. Here, uh, number six, Jamestown would take on Niagara. That's kind of tasty. Yeah. Niagara has uh, shown that they can go win a game or two. Here's this one just stinks, I think. Uh, number five, Central Oklahoma would play number 12, Arizona State. Yeah. It'd be a good game, but come on. Nobody wants to go all the way to Boston just to play a conference game. Yeah, that, that stinks on that aspect of it. UNLV, number four, would play the winner of Pittsburgh versus Navy. Eh. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't do much for me. Number three, Adrian would play the winner of number. Uh, they would play the winner of Lawrence Tech and Oswego State. In other words, Man. they would. In other words, Adrian would play Lawrence Tech. Yeah. Um, Liberty would number two would play the winner of Illinois State or Arizona. Now I'm telling you what, Illinois State versus Arizona would be one heck of a matchup. That's a right now. That's in there at fifteen eighteen. Both of those good. teams. Both those teams are better than fifteen and eighteen, in my opinion. Yeah. Illinois State's uh, really, really good. They've got some good goaltending and some uh, high-quality um, uh, goal scoring, and they've got some decent defense. So I think they're better than 15, and Arizona's turning it on these past few weeks. Yeah, they've been they've been good. They've got it figured out over there. And I think they're just getting hurt, uh, not necessarily because of what they're doing, but what their some of their opponents have been doing. So, uh, anyways, Liberty, if that matchup happens, Liberty would play the winner of ISU versus Arizona. And then number one, Minot would take on uh, the winner of Indiana, Pennsylvania versus Grand Valley State. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and, hey, that's November. It's before Thanksgiving, so. Yeah, that's going to stay tuned. That's going to change. But what's what's probably not going to change is the fact that 
um, you got to be 18 or better right now to, to guarantee your spot at nationals. And I think that's fair to kind of put that little pencil mark between the 18 and 19 spots. So, uh, if you're, if you're looking to gauge, you know, can you help yourself? Can you, you know, get yourself to nationals, get to number 18 or better. And yeah. if that's the case, four of the 20 teams are going to be, uh, from the WCHL, which is not too there shabby. You go. There you go. Yeah. And we always say that usually that 17 to 18 spot is kind of the cutoff for, for making it. So yeah, right yeah. now it's holding true. Yeah. Right now. Let me look here. Let me see the ECHA out of Philadelphia. And do, 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 do. what am I looking at here? Well, why do, I wonder why it says that. Well, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, the NECHL Oswego state, they're number 21. Those would be the two bumps. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, very good. Very good. All right. And we're going to have a, uh, we're, we don't, there's no new ranking that comes out this week because there were no games played over the Thanksgiving holiday. So, uh, look forward to the ranking coming out. What? December 7th. I think it is. Yep. Tuesday, the seventh. Yep. No, no Wednesday, 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 the seventh. Wednesday, Wednesday, the seventh. Yep. Wednesday, the seventh. All right, uh, the WCHL standings haven't changed because there were no games over the uh, Thanksgiving break. Central Oklahoma still in first place, followed by Utah, UNLV, Arizona State. They're tied in third together. Then it comes uh, Arizona, Missouri State, Colorado, Grand Canyon, Colorado State, and Oklahoma. And then, Andrew, we've, uh, you know, so that's pretty good. Most everybody has played, well, let's see, UNLV and Oklahoma have played the least amount of games. They've played uh, conference games, at least. They've only played six. Six, yep. Most everybody's played ten. Ten or more. Well, I tell you, Arizona, Colorado State have played eight. But by the, the idea was by the Christmas break, teams will have played ten or twelve games. So that in the spring semester, they've only got, you know, eight or ten games left to go, at least in conference. And I, and I, and I think we see a, a clear-cut two-race or two-horse race here for uh, the C- WCHL this year, right? Yeah, I think it's looking like a U, another UCO-UNLV race. Yeah, I mean, if you look at that, I mean, both those teams have captured all the points that they could get out of the conference games they played. And then the next highest earner is Arizona State, and they've only taken 60% of their points. So yeah, I think that's a pretty clear cut who the top two teams are going to be at the end of this thing, right? Well, well I mean, well, let's see what happens. Gotta, a lot of hockey left gotta, to be played. You got you to play the games. That's right. You got to play the games. But, yeah. If it, it's kind of angling it holds, up to be that way, though. Yeah, if it holds steady. I mean, that's what we're looking at here, right? Yep, yep. Indeed, indeed. All right, Andrew. Hey, let's do this. I'm going to hit a couple of buttons, and then we'll come back and get some predictions because it's uh, it's looking like rivalry weekend in the WCHL coming up. Ooh, can hardly wait. All right, we got time for a few questions here. We got a plane to catch. Johnny, another tough loss for the club. Fans throwing their jerseys on the ice. Tell us what went wrong out there. We got to have four lines banging. Banging bodies all night long, uh, getting pucks out, keeping it simple. Mike, this loss puts you guys in the last place in the West. The coach's job is on the line. What's the solution here? Well, you know, we can start by staying out of the box. We'll play a discipline game out there, pretty simple stuff. Uh, but we're frustrated here right now. We're frustrated bunch. Uh, you know, it's too bad that uh, that someone's got to wear it, and it's usually the coach. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's up to uh, the guys in this room to uh, get pucks deep, get pucks in the net, and uh, win some hockey games. Johnny, you were recently photographed in a Florida strip club snorting cocaine off a transvestite prostitute's breasts. What's the story there? Four lines. Four lines. 
Four lines of cocaine? You gotta have, like I said, four lines banging all night long, banging bodies, uh, doing the little things right. Mike, where does your, um, this is off topic, I know, but uh, where does your sexual preference tend towards men? Um, would you like to speak to that? No, you can't always be in the box, you know. You can't spend all your time in the box. It's like I said, uh, you know, this game is all about uh, finding those holes one way or another. You know, finding those pockets out there. So, you know, we got to uh, just keep working hard, get uh, get pucks deep, get pucks in the net, and uh, you know, win some hockey games. Johnny, true, you admitted yourself to a Colorado hospital with a gerbil inside your anal cavity. Well, you got to get it out right. Uh, you got to clear your own zone. Uh, you get in trouble. You got to get those pucks high, hard off the glass. Mike, rumor is that there's a sexually transmitted fungal infection going on amongst the coaching staff. Who's to blame for that? Ultimately, it's on the players. Uh, ultimately, it's on the guys in this room. It's where it starts. Uh, it's like I said, you know, it's too bad that somebody's got to wear it. It's usually the coach. But, uh, you know, we got a good group of guys in this room, a group of guys who likes to bounce back after something like that. So, uh, you know, ultimately, it's on the players to uh, get pucks deep. Get pucks deep. Get pucks in the net. Get pucks in the net. And, uh, and win some hockey games. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Let's do that hockey. All right, Chance. Hey, let's do that hockey. Andrew, do you have your prognosticator hat on? I do. I do. You got your magic eight ball out, and you get you got your little dice and your bones and all your little voodoo stuff, so you can make some accurate predictions this week. I do. I do. It's all right here, ready to roll. Let's do it. Uh, this week we have, uh, like I said before, we got rivalry weekend in the WCHL. But before we get there, we've also got some uh, some other great some non conference games. First up is number 31, Missouri State. They're hitting the road. They're going to go down to sexy Pelham, Alabama to take on number 43, uh, the Frozen Tide. What is going to happen, Andrew, down in Alabama? Well, you know, the first thing I'm going to say is Missouri State needs to watch their credit cards at down in Pelham, Alabama. <laughs> they, uh, and I, is, it, is it Pelham or is it Pelham? I think I don't know Pelham. I like Pelham. Pelham sounds better. I like Pelham yeah. too. It kind of has a little southern twang to it. But I think it's I think it's actually Pelham, but I like Pelham better. <laughs> the uh, so, but I think uh, it, I think this is going to be all Missouri State on this one. Really? Well, now remember Missouri State plays. Uh, you know they have they're questionable they're- on the road. Yeah, they've they've let they've let me down a couple times when I predicted it this yeah. season so far. But I think they've I think they can do this if they do what they need to do and uh, take care of business. I think they'll be okay. A most state sweep. I like it. All right, another non conference action. We have number twenty eight Oregon. It's their first year at Division One hockey here in the ACHA. They're coming down to Salt Lake to take on the Skating Utes, number twenty. Utah. So number twenty-eight, Oregon at number twenty, Utah. Andrew, what do you think? I think this is going to be simple. I think this is going to be a Utah sweep. A Utah sweep, really? Oh, okay. Now I'll tell you, Andrew. I should have said this before you. And Andrew, how about this? That's not your. I'll, I'll take it that that's not your final answer just yet. But I understand that Utah might be banged up a little bit. Um. So taking that into account that Utah might be banged up a little bit. And I, I don't know anything about Oregon other than they're, you know, way the heck out of here in terms of yeah. Oregon. Um, would you like to reconsider your Utah sweep? I'm sticking with it. It's the final answer, Utah is going to sweep Oregon, Andrew says. I'm sticking with it. All right. And then we're going to get into some WCHL action. You, you know what? Actually, uh, yeah, this is WCHL action. 
UNLV, the number four team in the nation, gets down to AZ Ice Arcadia to take on the number 36 Lopes of Grand Canyon. What do you think is going to happen here? The Rebels against the Lopes. Uh, you know what? I think Grand Canyon is up against it this week with UNLV, especially with them coming off those two losses to Liberty at home. The uh, I think they're going to right the ship, and I think they're going to take two from Grand Canyon on this weekend. Ooh. Well, Coach Roy and his crew will not be happy to hear that, Andrew. So uh, please send all of your hate mail to andrew.majorkirth at wchlpod.com and uh, just make sure to address it uh, all all your obscenities and your uh, (laughs) nasty uh, gifs send those to andrew and not to the dumb commissioner so (laughs) all right so unlv uh, is going to go down and sweep grand canyon andrew says okay well that'll work i'm sure i gotta believe that that unlv i mean nothing stinks more than losing your last game or in this case your last two games and then having to wait and wait and wait oh yeah right the right the ship and get back at it right yeah i mean you after you lose you want to get back on the ice the next day and go get it you know get some redemption they've had to wait two weeks now yeah they should be coming uh Guns blazing, right? Yeah, you would think. You would think. All right, now here comes all the rivalry games, and they're all, uh, well, they involve WCHL teams, but uh, the number 12 Arizona State goes back down to Tucson to take on number 18 Arizona. These are non-conference games. ASU plays six times down in Tucson. This series, as well as the series that happened earlier in November, maybe it was late October, not Western Collegiate Hockey League uh, conference games. They're non-conference games. They'll count for the ACHA, but not for the WCHL. Andrew, what do you think? ASU at U of A. The Cactus Cup is on the line. I'm going a split here. Really? All right. A split. ASU. Now, remember last time this happened, Arizona swept ASU down in Tucson. Uh, I know. I know. I had that in the back of my mind. All right. Here's a uh, here's another one, Andrew, and this is uh, uh, near and dear to your heart. Uh, uh, yeah. Number forty six, Oklahoma will take on number five, Central Oklahoma, in a home and home series, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> saying that for them because the, they share the same home, the Arctic Edge Ice Arena. So uh, I don't know how that works. In years past, OU always played better at UCO's rink, and UCO always played better at OU's rink. Yeah, now it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Yeah, when they play at the same, uh, they're playing at the same rink. So Friday night, I believe Oklahoma is the home team. And Saturday night, I believe Central Oklahoma is the home team. So how do you see those games turning out? Oklahoma versus Central Oklahoma, 46 versus 5. I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think this is going to be all number 5 Central Oklahoma this weekend. Ooh, all right. I was getting ready. I had written the S, and I was just getting ready to write the P for split, and you changed it up on me. Not so fast. Not Not so so fast, fast. my friend. All right, and then the last rivalry weekend, games are going to be number 34, Colorado, taking on number 25, Colorado State. The uh, first game, I believe, is in, oh, geez, I forget. I know they play one game in Boulder, one game in Fort Collins. So, uh, what do you think? 34 bull, uh, Buffs versus 25 Rams. I think this is going to be a great little series, and I think it is going to be a split. 
come Saturday night. Okay, very nice. You know what? I wish I I wish I was smart enough to know ahead of time who was playing where when. <laughs> I'm just going to try to vamp a little bit so we can maybe you know get to that stupid page on the stupid ACHA website. Oh, there we go. It's there. No, that that. Oh God, that that mean man. I need to <laughs> come on, people, <laughs> quit it. Um, that's I, I'm, that, you know what all those are. Oh my gosh. Uh, probably, probably all kinds of tabs being closed out on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> from from Russia, you yep. know, and yep. and it's dear friend. Yeah, from Russia with love. I have I have taken video of you, and you owe me X number of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not any of that, Andrew. Those were uh, Facebook comments. That's the joy I get when. Uh, oh. When I deal with uh, uh, running the ACHA's Facebook account too, so uh. I get a lot of a lot of a lot of grumpy people. Okay, uh, here I just pulled it up, and here I'm going to unmute things. so We can play some other things. Uh, the first game is at CU. The Friday night game, CSU is at Colorado with down in Boulder, and Saturday they're up at Epic in Fort Collins. So you're still calling for a split. I'm still calling a split. All right, it's good to see all ten teams in action. Andrew, in his prognostications, he has Missouri State sweeping Alabama in Pell Ham. I had occasion to talk to a young man from uh, uh, from uh, Missouri State earlier. We might hear that on the podcast in a day or two. And I told him, I said, buddy, if you hear banjos, uh, keep, get your back up against get, the wall and don't don't grow, get, lean over. Get moving. <laughs> get moving is right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, Missouri State at uh, Alabama. Andrew says Missouri State's going to sweep. Andrew says Utah is going to sweep Oregon there in Salt Lake. And that UNLV is going to sweep Grand Canyon down at uh, Arcadia. Andrew says ASU and U of A are going to split in Tucson. That UCO is going to sweep both games from Oklahoma, no matter who's the home team. And that Colorado and Colorado State are going to split. Uh Right. Sounds sounds pretty good to me. Very good. Andrew, this is the time of the podcast where we normally just sit and talk about gibberish. Actually, <laughs> that's before the podcast, before we even start recording. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the good stuff. That's the you know, we ought to we ought to do like a behind the scenes and I had to just hit record. Yeah. Um but we'd have to put number one, we'd have to put a big E on it. Yes, we'd have to have an E on it. Because there's an awful lot of you drop an awful lot of F bombs. You're just such a <laughs> yeah. vulgar person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, what, what do you, what do you got for us? Anything, uh, good and exciting? The, uh, nope. The only thing, and it's a little controversial as I'm looking more into it. The, uh, we started watching the Casey Anthony documentary on Peacock last, oh, God. last night, Andrew. two nights ago. Andrew. Yeah. What are you doing? It is, oh, it is just, I, I, what's the name of it? It's the, uh what's where's the truth or whatever it whatever the name of her documentary is that she did and it's a i believe it's a four-part series andrew and i tell you what by the time we got done watching that first episode of it last night i was ready to about barf i mean it was just ugh, i can't even describe it andrew you know how this turns out Oh, 
It is awful. What, 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 I'm going to ask you this, and, and I, I mean this in all uh, oh, I can't even talk now. I mean this in all, with all sincerity. <laughs> what is the objective of that movie? Oh, it's... Or well, that we, series. Well, so my wife and I have it pegged what the objective is. We'll see if it comes, we'll see if it comes true or not. I mean, but it's all, all signs are pointing in that direction. Andrew, she killed her baby. Uh huh. And she blamed her father for it. hundred percent. And she got away with it. She is, if you watch this, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but the first episode, she lays the groundwork out to keep pointing the finger at her father and, and go she, from there. And she's done it to this day. I don't, this is, see, this is the thing. And this is just me. I don't get these true crime drama type things or yeah. because we saw it in the news. We, uh-huh. we know what happened. We know what happened. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, you know, for her child's sake, fortunately for her, there was not enough evidence to actually bring charges or convict her. So she's free and now she's going to exploit it. And I don't see, yep. I, I mean, the, the, this is just me. I mean, as a, as a father of two, um, I don't think we ought to be glorifying anybody oh, who killed their own child hundred percent and is trying to, uh, you know, rewrite their story to be a more sympathetic person. I mean, I'm I'm just sorry. She's She's a sorry sack of poop and she's doing a couple things here. She's trying to rewrite her story to, to be more graceful for herself. Right. Yeah. Cash grab. Yeah. And trying to solidify the fact that she's going to point the finger at her father. Right. That's, that's the three big things that I have that I've taken off of this. And I've only watched the first episode of it. Well, how about that? I, th- I think you've wasted your time watching that first episode. <laughs> Probably. That's Probably. just that's just me. Probably. All right. Anything else? Any other exciting? Did you uh, you know now that the Christmas season is here, Andrew? Did you watch any uh, Christmas movies, or have you already have you already exhausted uh, the Christmas movies since you started watching them in July? Oh uh, uh, no! I we have started watching. We don't have it finished yet, but we have started watching the new Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds Christmas movie out. And it's a musical called uh, spirited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's as good as it sounds. <laughs> Andrew, I have watched spirited and I'm here to tell you it's a stinker. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. It's probably uh, just on a, maybe just a smidge better than that Casey Anthony garbage that you're talking about. Yeah. J- just a hair above. Yes, I would uh, not waste my time with that either. So, mm. I mean, it's we're, it's cute, but we're we're halfway through it, and I'm like, oh. mm, I'm I'm not beating the door down to finish the other half. Yeah, I can I can tell you that right now. Yeah, I would start the other half so that by the time you get back from folding laundry or <laughs> doing over. the dishes, it's over, and you can say, "Yep, we watched it." Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we clicked it off there. Time to move on. Yeah, how about that? All right. Well, let's see here. Um, uh, you know what? Hey, I'm going to, I don't want to talk about movies or stuff like that just yet. Um, just because I'm, I'm, uh, that, that whole business is that, that I just think that's wrong. Yep. Um, but I did want to acknowledge this and I'm going to acknowledge this privately, uh, with a separate email, but I did get a nice email over the Thanksgiving break from a proud listener, proud listener, number 14 oh. from, from Springfield, Missouri. And he was very, uh, he's very kind 
in um, very very thoughtful. It was uh, from Stan Melton, who's uh, the uh, founded the uh, Missouri State Hockey Club. Yeah, and uh, he signed his email. Proud WCHL podcast listener number fourteen. <laughs> he was, I think he proclaimed to be number eleven, didn't he? Well, hey, Stan. Stan is the man, and uh, in more ways than one. So he can be whatever number he wants to be. And so if he chooses <laughs> a fourteen, right. it's fourteen by me. There, you, there you go. Um, and he has some very kind things to say. And I was sorry that I missed him when he came down to with his Missouri State team to play UCO recently. But um, he he asked. He says in the category of having too much spare time, he has a trivia question. And uh, I thought I would pose it to you, Andrew. Oh, boy. The trivia question is, what is the record for the longest distance traveled between for a WCHL conference game? Ooh. Where do you think the two distances are, the two farthest apart? Oh, well, it would have to be. I caramba. I don't know. Would it it'd have to be Missouri State and UNLV. Missouri State and UNLV is indeed number one. Yeah, says they traveled one thousand four hundred miles, one thousand four hundred point four miles to be exact. Oh, yeah. What's oh. what? What do you think? Mm, excuse me. What do you think is second longest? Um, it would have to be probably Missouri State to Utah. Oh, almost, almost. That's actually the third. The second longest is Missouri State to Arizona. I was going to say Arizona is going to be my third choice. But Andrew, get 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 a load of this. It is literally the difference between eight tenths of a mile. Really? Second longest Missouri State to uh, from Springfield to Tucson, Arizona, is one thousand two hundred forty miles, forty point one miles. So twelve forty point one. Here you go, number three, Salt Lake to Springfield, twelve thirty nine point three. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that literally like any fun. Missouri State to Utah is almost the exact same distance as Missouri State to uh, Arizona. And then fourth and fifth are uh, the two Oklahoma teams, whichever one you want to say, from Oklahoma City to Salt Lake, and then Oklahoma City to UNLV. So, mm. and uh, our l- proud listener number 14 says that these driving distances were uh, provided by his research expert, Mr. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we appreciate Mr. Google as well as proud listener number 14. And uh, any, anyways, I just wanted to uh, uh, acknowledge the, the email. I'm going to acknowledge it uh, privately because there are some other things in there that are very kind and um, that, that, that were said. But uh, I thought the uh, I thought the trivia question was pretty good. I yeah, Honestly, good. I hadn't thought about that, to be honest yeah. with you. Well, and, that, and that sheds a little bit of light on these kids, right? That. You know, they're leaving here on a Wednesday or whenever and traveling by bus 1,200 and some odd miles to go play two games and then come back and go to school on Monday, right? Yep, so yep. That, that that shines a good light on these kids. Well, and we always talk about that uh, folks in the East and folks in the Midwest, they don't get what all is involved in the WCHL in terms of road trips and travel. You know, that ge- we always joke around and we say geography is not our friend. And there it is in black and white. Or in this case, since it's on a podcast, in words and letters or whatever you want to say, voices. I mean, this isn't Kalamazoo to Grand Rapids, right? This is well, Springfield, Missouri to Saint uh, to Las Vegas is fourteen hundred miles. That's those are fourteen hundred real miles. There's probably some teams that uh, are in the East that haven't traveled twelve hundred miles in a season. Oh, oh, you come know. on! You know, but, it. you know, much 
much less doubling that to make it back home. So 2,400 miles, there's yeah. no way they've traveled that far no. in one season. No. So yeah, yeah that, right. that, that shines a good little light on these kids and what we're doing out here in the West. And yeah, good kudos to them for being able to keep it up and staying eligible and, and all that fun stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Well, hey, just uh, want to say thank you to proud listener number 14, and we hope that you're doing well. We're sorry we missed you, and I hope to uh, hope that we're able to connect pretty soon. And um, he's a, uh, you know, there are, there are a few folks in this world that are, um, there's a lot of good folks in this world. There are a few folks that are great, and then there are even fewer folks that are salt-of-the-earth type folks. And proud listener number 14 falls into that latter category. Yeah. He's a salt of the earth, just, you know, the best of the best. So uh, just want to say thank you, sir. And uh, look forward to uh, talking and seeing you soon. Hope I hope I do get to see you in Boston. There you go. So. All right, Andrew. Um, you know what's on tap? I'm looking forward to getting to a little bit of hockey. We only have, I think, two more weekends of hockey before we take the break for uh, uh, for the Christmas holidays, for before you and I take a break for Christmas holidays, but before all the kids take the break for finals, finals, term papers, and then they get to go home and uh, see mom and dad again. Yep, it's the midpoint of the season is quickly approaching, isn't it? It is. Isn't it hard to believe that uh, nationals is almost here? I mean, we're almost. I mean, we're about three months out. Yeah, it's, it's going to be here before you know it. It seems like the season just started. Yeah, it's it's going quick, that's for sure. It is, it is. All right, anything else, Andrew, uh, before we get out of here? I have exhausted all my stuff for you today. <laughs> we look forward, Andrew, to uh, you coming back on and telling us all about Parks and Recreation. And I hope, again, I hope that oh, you boy. watch the first five minutes of animal control, the episode from parks and rec. <laughs> and I hope that you, when I visit you at your office at parks and rec in Oklahoma city, I hope that it's very much like those first five minutes. Oh, I, I, I have been up there. I have met a handful of the people that I'll be working with. And I have one lady that I'll be working with that I know I'm going to have a good time with. Cause I have a feeling I'm going to be able to push her buttons and oh, geez, and get the best of her, and it's going to be a good time. We, Andrew, we do not want to hear any about these uh, sexual harassment claims. Okay, we, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I absolutely do not want you pushing any of her buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I want you to keep this job. Yeah, something oh, like that. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Listen, let's uh, let's let's get out of here. I want to say thank you to everybody for listening to the WCHL Pod over the years. Uh, go ahead and help people find us by giving us a, a five star rating, two thumbs up, give us a good review, say something nice about Andrew, and uh, that helps people track us down. Um, uh, the WCHL podcast is on Twitter at WCHL pod. The Western Collegiate Hockey League is on the internet at westernchl.com. It's also on Twitter at westernchl. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM, S-T-I-C-K-F-O-R-D-A-M. I'm on Twitter at CJP and OKLA. All of that presumes Twitter is still around. We've only been talking for, I don't know what, what have we been talking about? 51 minutes. Yeah. And Twitter might have already burned to the ground in that time. So who the heck knows? Let's see. Oh, no. As of seven seconds ago, it's still going. Oh, dang it. All right. Well, we'll, uh, but listen, we, we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast and supporting 
the players, the student athletes who are playing literally for the love of the game. These kids are paying to play hockey and they uh, deserve some recognition. And we're, we're going to focus. We're going to have some more player interviews. I know that recently we've had uh, what um, um, Jacob Cummings from Grand Canyon. We had uh, the Light Brothers from Utah. We had a men's Division II player from Utah, um, Antonio Nahara. I can tell you we've got a Missouri State player coming up uh, pretty quickly. And uh, we'll get some more players uh, on there, especially we'll fill in the, uh, the, the, the doldrums from your holiday break with some more player interviews. Yeah, try to entertain a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Since we have no games to talk about, no predictions to make fun of Andrew for. So, uh, and, and <laughs> Christmas will soon be over, and we can't. Andrew, how how long will you keep your Christmas tree up? Are you going to take them all, all fifteen of them? Are you going to take them all down the day after Christmas? Uh, we usually take our, the Christmas trees down the weekend of New Year's. So, so, so let's see what you, what is that? You you don't wait for the Three Kings to show up, right? Yeah, no. They can well. I won't tell you what they can do, but yeah, they can yeah. they can go they can go somewhere else. Yeah, you're really celebrating the spirit of Christmas. I can tell. So yeah, we'll probably take it down on the first or the second. Would be my guess. Right. Hopefully, All fingers right. crossed. Fingers crossed. Listen to you. Don't try to act like you're not part of this grand Christmas conspiracy over there at Casa uh, de Casa de Magic Earth. Not not me. Whatever. You you've been you you were glad to be up on that roof putting up those Christmas lights. You know it. I you, know it. You you know me better than that. You know how you know how surly I am. You, you know better. I, I was I was so bad at putting the Christmas lights up this year. I was so surly outside that my wife said never again. She's already got quotes. It's going to cost us a thousand bucks next year to get lights put on the outside of the house. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, I'm like I can control my attitude next year. <laughs> <laughs> my Christmas gift to you. I'm going to yeah. control my attitude. Yep, yep, 100%. All right, Andrew, hold on. I'm going to hit a button. That's all, Just when you think this show is terrible, something wonderful happens. What? It ends. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Andrew, I'm going to hit a button. Get us out of here. All right. If only I could hit a button. You know there what? You hey, go. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I screwed Redo. that up. Are you ready? Redo. Oh, I'm, let, pretend that never happened, Andrew. But see, this just proves what a suboptimal podcast we are. I can't even okay. end the dang thing correctly. We can't even get out of here on the right note. Jeez. All right. Hey, everybody, take care of yourselves out there. Be safe. Get back to watching some good college hockey. And we will catch you on the flip side. Oh.